0: Join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And if you've been a longtime viewer of their channel, you know what today is because we are starting at 7 a.m. Again, 7 a.m. is the time we start on Thursdays because our expert uh, is someone we talk to at 7.30, Jonathan Twomley. The other six days a week, we do this at 7.30, so you can count on it, get your daily financial news seven days a week. We are gonna look for some interaction on this video, so I'm gonna ask you a quick question, and if you're watching this live with me, feel free to leave um, comments or whatever they're called, texts or comments while we're doing this. If you're watching the recorded version, Do me a favor and leave some comments below with your guesses. So what we are going to do is at the end of this video, we are gonna talk about the 10, yes, 10 hottest real estate markets in the country. Uh, And the the metric for this, as near as I can tell, is days on market. Uh, Just to give you a little color, days on market starts at number 10 at 22 days uh goes all the way down to 12 days. I'll be going through the list top to bottom, and I'd love to see what kind of guesses you have. If you want, maybe maybe take three guesses. Go ahead and just leave the guesses here in the live chat. Uh, and if you're watching this recorded, go ahead and hit pause, leave them below. Let's see how everybody does. This was really inspired by a video I did yesterday with Matt, the mortgage guy. Uh, if you haven't watched that video yet, we go and break down the Sacramento California numbers. Or I should say, Matt breaks them down and I act aghast at some of the numbers we talk about. If you haven't watched that video yet, go ahead and do and leave comments on what you are seeing. Actually, I would I would advise you to look at the comments of that video. Some of you have already left comments and some of the things I'm seeing going on in your real estate market is frightening. Man. One of the comments, as I recall, talked about offers routinely being $200,000 Above list price. Folks, that's nuts. That's crazy. That points to lack of supply. So, again, let's have some interaction. Let's see what's happened. Thumbs up, comments, subscription, all that good stuff. But let's take a guess at the 10 hottest markets below. A couple of things going on. Um, first off, we talked about, or I talked about, I think it was yesterday morning, might have been the day before. What is today? Thursday? Probably the day before we talked about AMC, you know, one of those meme stocks, and i was wondering when wall street might drop it on folks' heads, meaning it r- ran up unnaturally. Turns out, not wall street. Turns out the company uh said, "You know what? If there's such an appetite for our stock, we will go ahead and sell 11 million more shares." And frankly, that's what companies should do when when their stocks get caught up in this whirlwind, issue stock. It's it's the cheapest debt, cheapest money they will ever get. And if there's an appetite for it, go get it. That's that's what they should do. And then they can use it to acquire or, or do whatever. Uh, but yes, looks like AMC is like, oh, wow, our stock's hot again. Let's sell 11 million more shares. Uh, there was a report from ADP, the private payroll report. Remember, this comes out a day before the bigger jobs number, which will come out tomorrow. Uh, just for Kind of comparison last month, uh, ADP report said 678,000 private sector jobs were created, and as you recall, the what would it have been the April jobs number was a great disappointment at like 266 or 276. So, as I say each month, ADP report is to me it's interesting because it's the first snapshot of the previous month, but it really has. It's so all, all over the place. It's not, it's not very close to the important number tomorrow. But ADP uh, did post 978,000 private sector jobs. The estimate was for 680. Uh, so again, a beat it by, what would you call that, 50%. Uh, biggest number was leisure and hospitality uh, and job creations of 440,000. So again, we're getting that fourth lane of the highway open. It's kind of what you would expect where we are. Uh, So we will see what happens tomorrow. Uh, Jobless claims. Again, this is something we were talking about every week. It's actually something Jonathan and I started with each week. Uh, Thankfully, we aren't doing that anymore uh, because jobless claims broke another record low since the health crisis at 393,000 claims still above pre-pandemic, which is about 220, 225. Uh, but significantly below trend. Uh, And we are clearly on the downslope. So uh, the economy is healing. Maybe not fast enough for everyone, but it is healing. Uh, We collected a couple of more earnings announcements. Uh, I copied or I wrote down about Express, another mall-based retailer, Uh, kind of the trend they beat top and bottom. Although uh, Express was one that's kind of indicating that, you know what, Maybe the revenge buying is not uh, not going to carry us as far. So it's going to be interesting what happens with you know I think it was 1.6 trillion dollars in excess savings we talked about yesterday. You know how soon, how frequent did consumer behavior change? Are we actually going to save more? Oh my God, heaven forbid. Uh, so that will be interesting. Uh, I copied the, or wrote down J.M. Smucker earnings not so much the fact that they beat top and bottom, which is seemingly pretty consistent, but they were the first first company that I found that said, you know what? We got a pretty tough compare, right? J.M. Smucker kind of was one of those pantry stuffing uh, company a year ago, right? They You go out, you buy a bunch of it, you stick it in, and it takes a while to use it. J.M. Smucker's like... We have a tough compare going forward. Not sure if we're going to be able to, continue, you know, match that number. So, uh, I think, I think that is going to be a trend. Like, for example, Clorox. Can you imagine Clorox, uh, you know, getting back to what they were doing last time? Pretty crazy. So again, interesting. Uh, I took some numbers about the average net worth and the median net worth of seventy-five year olds in America. Again, folks, if you don't know the difference between median and average, these are numbers that you need to understand and you need to look for when you look at economic reports because people can use them to tell whatever story they would like. So, for example, this is average and median net worth of 75-year-olds. And I share this with you just as like, hmm, we need to do better. So, median right? Median is you line up all the 75-year-olds and you pick the person in the middle, right? So you don't have any skew uh, from, you know, higher or lower net worth. So the median is $255,000. Folks, these are folks that are 75 years old. They've clearly worked there. Well, they're old enough where they could have worked their entire life, right? Worked for 40 years. Uh, they probably, if they own a home, bought it for less than what you and I pay for cars today to think that their median net worth is only 255 that's kind of frightening average average net worth now average is especially when you're talking about net worth is one that gets so skewed right in theory you could have a 75 or 76 year old worth 8 billion dollars right i've no idea if there is but maybe And that would pull up, right? So the average is you add up the net worth of all 75-year-olds and then you divide by the number of 75-year-olds, right? So for example, if there's 86 75-year-olds, you add up all their net worths and then you divide by 86. So median is one of those numbers that gets skewed by the higher end. So while the median was 255, the average average kind of a respectable 978k so almost a million dollars when i think of 75 year olds they've probably been out of work for 10 maybe 15 years they're probably living on the 4% rule right they probably aren't having a w2 so i don't know what do you think million bucks kind of an okay average for a 75 year old median of 255 That doesn't leave me all warm and fuzzy, but a million bucks, that's probably not too bad. You know, I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. And then I'm again looking around for inflation. I actually got some pretty scary numbers about Argentina. Uh, It looks like Argentina's inflation for the year is at a whopping 46%. Talk about destroying savings, destroying small businesses. Forty-six percent. Just across the border in Brazil, six percent. Still. That's 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 some inflation. That's that's gonna change consumer behavior. That will destroy small businesses. How can you how can you price things when your input costs are changing that much? And again, I, I go back to this because of that conversation, I think it was with Greg Dickerson around builders. Since I put out that video about builders and potentially bankruptcies lurking in cash flow statements because they, they run very lumpy cash flow uh, inside their businesses, I've heard from many builders. They're like, yeah. There was a builder that reached out to me that's built seven spec homes this year. I'm going from memory. I think, I think the spec homes were between $500,000 and $650,000. And they are estimated to lose over $500,000 because of just the cost of those spec homes not running very good cash flow statements, not adding to their contract the, uh, the ability to raise prices and stuff. So uh, I think there might be some builders in trouble. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, just so you know, I got a lot more content content coming to how to get started one rental at a time. I was just going over my list, uh, and again, <laughs> we have flipping content coming. I'm working with three producers to add content around flipping, uh, self management. Dion has already added his second video, and he's at, going to be creating a third one around his binder strategy. And I have someone else creating stuff. We have house hacking. I actually tried to load the material from the Lumberjack landlord yesterday, but unfortunately, Teachable, which is the platform I use, doesn't like three and a half gig files. Yes, that is pretty, uh, that's a large file. Uh, So we're working with the Lumberjack. He is going to take his hour content and actually break it down into four or maybe five videos so we can get those loaded. So that is coming. Uh, You heard me talk about luxury Airbnb with the real estate entrepreneur. Omar is coming. And Matt, the mortgage guy, was nice enough to say, you know what? I want to create some Mortgage 101 content for folks. So uh, to have experts willing to add content is awesome. Again, if you get the course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, all of these things, as they're created, will be added, no charge, right? You just buy it once, use it forever, no monthly fee, none of that stuff. And you can, of course, join the Facebook group. Okay, now the 10 hottest real estate markets in the country. Uh, we are going to start at number 10. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many of these you all guess. Number 10, Grand Rapids, Michigan, 22 days on market, median list price, three forty-two. Uh, is a 11% increase year on year. Next up, Dayton, Ohio, 22 days on market, median price, two o five. I'm rounding. I didn't bother putting in the hundreds, 205 K. their two year appreciation is 22%. Cincinnati, Ohio, a little bit faster. 21 days, 334 K median list price. I had no idea. No idea. 13.8% increase, uh, in one year. How about this one? This one is, this one's crazy. Las Vegas, Nevada. Days on market, 20. Median list price, 392. Wow. 11% increase year on year. Sacramento. I expected this to be on the list given all the craziness I heard from Matt, the mortgage guy, yesterday. 20 days on market, the highest median list price of all 10 at 606. Matt, you and I talked about Sacramento yesterday, we guessed the median was 400. Boy, were we wrong. 606. Raleigh, North Carolina. Shout out Greg Dickerson. Uh, 18 days on market. Median list price 401 with a appreciation of 11%. And if I didn't say Sacramento's appreciation, it's 20% if I missed that. Next up, we got Richmond, Virginia. 16 days on market. 396,000, 10% appreciation. Albuquerque, New Mexico, 14 days on market, 353, 353K, 14% appreciation. Boise, this, I was going to guess Boise was number one. It came in at number two, Uh, Boise, 13 days on market, $482,000, uh, it's the second highest median on the list behind Sacramento. 29% appreciation in Boise. Damn. Wish I owned some real estate in Boise. And number one, did this surprise me? Yes, this surprised me. Indianapolis, Indiana, 12 days on market. 281K, 13% appreciation. So that's the list of 10 um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm going to reach out to um, Emil and talk about uh, Roofstock and see what other, what other data we can get about this list of 10 because uh, that's crazy. 12 days on market for Indianapolis, Indiana. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Hope you guessed. I hope one of those markets is yours, man. If you're investing in any of those markets, you have had a pretty good year. Congratulations. If you're hunting in those markets, woo, gonna be tough. It's uh that's that's a that's a tough market, right? We are looking for more supply coming up as we get to the end of the year. So let's hope more supply means tempered prices and you and I can get some more rental properties. Have a wonderful day. Remember, today's a great day to make some money. Let's be better than yesterday. Bye-bye.